Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shanette and Brooke, wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. Yep. Here we go again. Yep. Our next podcast in our new location that you love so much. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Anyway, before we get started... The disclaimer is I am not your therapist. This is not a therapy session. And if anything we talk about ever triggers or brings up issues, we would really encourage you to seek help, get counseling. There are many resources available and we will share one with you now. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, If anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So I have to mention that this is quite a sight. <laughs> okay, so just describing to our listeners what is happening, we cannot figure out how to keep Brooke's dog quiet. So now the dog is on the side of the recliner with Brooke's legs somehow up over the top of the dog. And we're hoping the dog will be quiet for this entire podcast because it was an, an epic failure, the last one with the dogs. It, it was. She's a she's a little pit bull mix. And all she does is use her, her words to describe everything in her life. <laughs> the other three dogs were just laying there sleeping. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we'll so, we'll try it with the dog in the room. We apologize if you hear any background noises that <laughs> sounds like a, a dog with a little bit of a whine going on. That's it, exactly what it is. It is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we'll try to get through. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we got a juicy something something for yeah, you today. We do. This one I just I've read this one a couple of times and I don't know and I still just <laughs> laugh. I mean, I don't know why. It's not funny, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but what this is a shit show. Yeah, I was just gonna okay. say this is an epic proportion shit show. Shit show. Yes. So we're just getting it's an email we got, and we just could not not read it. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. So I'll just go ahead and share it. Dear Ultimate Pocket Therapist, I would li- like to get some ideas on how to handle my ex-wife at my son's baseball games. He is 12 years old and plays ball for a comp team. We have joint custody, but he primarily primarily lives with me. In fact, my older sons also live with me most of the time. 
The reason is because she is totally crazy. No, <laughs> no one can stand to be around her for very long. She insists on going to every game, but there are some she can't go to because they are out of town, and she claims she doesn't have the money for gas. She wants to ride with us, but we tried that in the past, and she caused so many problems we had to turn around and to take her home, almost making us late for the game. At the game, she wants to sit right by me and tries to hold my hand. I try to get there early to sit by other people. <laughs> she causes problems at almost every game. She has to be the center of attention. She talks loud and wants everyone to think we are best friends. She will embarrass my son when he is out on the field by yelling at him and waving flags. What the hell? I know, right? One time at a tournament out of town, she faked passing out because no one was talking to her. Later that night, she faked taking pills and needed to go to the ER. I was the one that took her because I didn't want everyone thinking that I was, quote, mean and uncaring. My son was so embarrassed. Um, yeah. Right? He asks me all the time, Dad, can't you make her stay home? He plays so much better when she is gone. His coach has approached me and asked if there isn't something I can do. Oh, my gosh. So that is my question. What can I do? Talking to her doesn't work and usually makes it worse. I would like some ideas. Thanks. Wow. He didn't I even sign it, Bob. No, he, no, he just wow. he just done. He's just done. <laughs> it's like I'm not entertaining you guys. <laughs> oh my word. Wow. I mean, that is like that that is a shit show. Yeah. That that is like epic proportions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the first thing, you know, I always joke about how you can fix about anything with Balin twine and duct tape. Mm-hmm. That was I don't think it's legal, but I would tie her up and duct tape her mouth. I think that might be the most and only effective way to contain the issue. Yeah. I'm not sure if you go to jail for that one, but I would, I mean, honestly, I don't know what you would, I just don't ever give that lady my card. Okay. <laughs> I, I do not want anything to do with her. Do not, under any circumstances, <laughs> give her my phone number. Oh, my oh. gosh. Now, she kind of sounds like epically um, dysfunctional, borderline. She pops up as a borderline for me. Uh-huh. And Theatrical. Effing crazy. Yeah. 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 Suicidal gender gestures. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> the dog is squeaking. I'm sorry. So anyway, so you know, I don't know what he can do. I mean, she is completely out of control. And yes. for me, that is so sad for that little boy. I know. And how embarrassing. Well, embarrassing enough that even the coaches and right. teammates are like, whoa, yeah. bro. Can you imagine the comments he gets? Oh, no. Because kids are mean. Like, I that know. is your mom. And yeah, she's waving flags and yelling when he's out on the field. No wonder he can't concentrate. I know. No wonder he plays better when she's gone. 
It's just, it's not fair. It's not. But apparently with someone like this, it's not about the kids. It's about her. Oh, yeah. Because all she wants is the attention. Yeah. And it sounds like on the, the, you know, Bob who wrote in. Yeah. The unsigned um, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like he tries on his end to, like, make it a cordial mm-hmm. event. And yeah. it's like she just can't handle it. And what is, like, the weird thing is wants everyone to think they're best friends and wants to hold his hand. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You know. And then the faking passing out because no one's talking to her. Yeah, so and I, I took to... that as during a game. Uh, yeah, me too. That's what I gathered. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then later that same night, faking taking pills. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, just theatrics, the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, they're probably, I don't know where they were when she faked taking the pills, but if you're out of town, you're probably still all around your teammates. Yeah. Well, the way that was worded, it sounded like they were like an, in an out of town situation. Yeah. That's what he said. Because he had to take her so mm-hmm. everyone didn't think he was mean. If it was yeah. at home and you're in privacy of your own home, just I don't think yeah. very many people would even know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Like, ugh, it's just sad. Don't don't be a mom at that point. Just go. Yeah. Just go hop on a train and leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and again, this is just all like hindsight still on a situation. But you know, if I wouldn't have taken her to the ER, oh, I no. would have called the ambulance and made her pay for an ambulance ride. Oh, how funny would that? Uh-huh. I would have had him pump her stomach. Oh, yeah. I would have said, yeah, you've got to pump her stomach. Give her that stuff that makes them throw up, whatever that. A char- char- yeah, yeah, it's like a charcoal, charcoal stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have rescued it and taken her, you know. But yeah. it sounds like he's, like, probably codependent. Yeah. <laughs> so first off, Bob, uh, stop being too nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah. So, you know, this is an extreme thing, but I've actually... You know, I've had some other stories of cases just that bad. And I'm kind of like going, you know, maybe you look at what you can do legally. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a no contact order, restraining order. Restraining, protective. I'm not sure all the criteria, but I sure would consult an attorney. Yeah. I well, would figure out if there is some way you can have her not go. And I think we're past the point of like the, if you're worried about the, he said, she said it's, you know, but there's obviously enough witnesses of her mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. To, I think, it, or even video her. I was thinking like that this. too. Document it and video it. Right. And if she does it at almost every game. Yeah. It would not take long to get video. Yeah. Get evidence of her yeah. being crazy. And yeah, yeah, I would look mm-hmm. at doing a restraining order of, or however that yeah. would work. I just hope it doesn't prevent this little boy from wanting to play ball. I know. I know. It's like, if uh, I don't play a sport, 12. my mom doesn't have anywhere to yeah, go to act Yeah, she can't show way. up and embarrass me yeah. if I'm not playing. There's that part that's kind of scary. Yeah. All right. So in, a, in divorced houses, you're going to end up going... With your ex-significant other, if you have kids, to events like this. Right. 
Like there's going to be those situations. Right. If your that kids you are, are in any activities. Yeah. Even right. parent teacher conference at school. Right. Is that school activities? Yeah. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. you're going to be with them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously poor Bob has an extreme. Right. Yeah. But I do think that it is a common problem to have issues at these events. I do too. Yep. Yeah. Well, you have to realize that when you've got people divorced for a reason and they're usually still carry a lot of either anger, resentment, hurt. And usually we see this when the divorce is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes on for years. Yeah. But you know, you realize that these sporting events, school events, whatever, are a great platform to make snarky comments, do stuff because um, you're trapped. Yeah. Uh-huh. You are a captive audience you until are. that uh-huh. event is over. Right. You can't <laughs> hang up on them. You can't, like, you can't really even leave. walk away and leave. Yeah. You right, can't leave because you got your kids your kid there. there. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're stuck. So unfortunately, these events do become a place that, that problems happen. Mm-hmm. Arguing happens. It's just, you know, and a lot of times when you have dysfunctional people, that are still angry or can't get past it or just put their differences aside, then, you know, they want to argue. Yeah. You know, they're waiting for this opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it'd be a good idea to just kind of talk about some ideas, um, not for poor Bob. Yeah. Sorry, I, Bob. I honestly, I just think either the duct tape and Balin twine or an attorney yeah you know. or a solid mixture of both yeah there you go uh-huh mm-hmm. oh yeah no so going off of yeah your amazing situation bob yeah uh, <laughs> yeah just like some ideas of how to handle it yeah you know what comes up for you because you've actually been down this path yeah yeah so i as i've stated in many episodes um i do have two boys from a previous marriage and those two boys are really active mm-hmm. and they are always doing something. And just yesterday we were at a football game and you yep. were with me. Right. And we were sitting and I was right by their stepmom. Yeah. And in fact, and her ex-husband and my yeah, ex-husband's ex-husband. mom was there too. We were all under the same umbrellas chatting and watching. Right. And it was very comfortable. It was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? And because of that, the boys, her yeah. boys, my boys, they don't ever have to search for where we are. Right. Individually. Right. You know, they know right where we're at. And they never, ever see negative stuff yeah. go on. Because yeah. there isn't any. No, there's you not. Know, it's not even that you're faking it. No. Yeah. I mean, everyone gets along really well. Yeah. And I mean, that did take a little while. It did. And even a few years ago when football first started, that had still been, um, and sporting events first started, um, we had, it was still pretty new mm-hmm. in the whole new dynamic. Mm-hmm. And there was still some bitter feelings, but just from day one of being at events together, we just sat by each other and we right. just made that work. Uh-huh. And what started out as kind of faking it, try it was more not necessarily faking it, but we had to try hard. 
Well, it was more be, of a, a business-like formal sit-down. Yes. Just we're here, but no one really interacted. Yeah, everything was just very matter-of-fact uh-huh. of like, good good job, kids, and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And forcing ourselves into that dynamic, mm-hmm. now, like me and their stepmom, mm-hmm. I consider us very good friends. Yep. And, in fact, we ride together to a lot of the sporting events because my ex-husband is coaching one of the kids. So, therefore, we find ourselves trying to balance between the two games. And right. I end up carting her along with me mm-hmm. to make it work for the littler kids' games. Right. Yeah. And we're all good friends. I mean, my my husband can run errands for my ex-husband while he's coaching. He can go get extra water. He can. Right. And it's all mm-hmm. Okay. And it just interesting to note because our listeners don't know this, but um, you the gal we're talking about, your ex husband's new wife, mm-hmm. okay, she has two little boys that are also on the same teams. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's there's double stuff going on here. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah, so, we have two nine year olds uh-huh. that and are step brothers and two, two seven year olds that are step brothers. Okay. And those the two nine year olds are on the same team and the two seven year olds. So yeah. I mean we're together a lot at either game. Yeah, and right. all the practices and games. Right. So and there's a lot of interaction. There yeah. is. There is. And yeah. you know what? Because of that, like I said, the boys never have to pick who they're looking for or right. who right. they run up to on the sidelines if they need something. And that is a really good point because one of the primary things of making these events work is if you can trying to sit together yeah. or at least in the same proximity. Yeah. Nearby. Okay? Nearby. So that because it's huge when the kids look up that they see you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I get there's times that there's just too much going on and you have to probably sit separate or in separate sides even or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And if that's the case, do it because it's more important for you to be there than not be there. Yeah. But if you can sit in the same area or sit together and just remember you're there for the child, mm-hmm. not about your issues. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. You know, it's just... And it, it's just about taking the high road. It is. Even if your ex is an epic ass about <laughs> yeah. stuff and you hate sitting by them. Right. Just tune it out. Sit near them. Mm-hmm. You're only doing it for the kid. Right. Remember why you're there. Remember, yep. Remember why you're there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so, like we said, it's so important for those kids to see at least somewhat right. of a united front, even if you're faking and it. And I tell my clients... If there's snarky remarks going on just loud enough you can hear them, don't respond to them. Mm-hmm. Do not give the uh, ex-spouse the satisfaction that you even heard it or whatever. Because if you don't react, pretty soon it's going to quit because they don't get the reaction they want. Right. You know, they, they're doing it for a reaction. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get one, so that's something really important to remember. Just get through it and it usually gets better. Yeah. You know? And try to treat them just as civil as you can any other stranger. Mm-hmm. The, hello, how are you? Sit down. You know, you don't yeah. have to be best friends. Right. You know. Well, I mean, yeah. think about how many people you sit next to that you don't even talk to. Right. You don't You know. don't even get a chance to say, mm-hmm. hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You're, you're just, just sitting right. by each other because you're both happen to plop your butts down on the same bench. Right. Yeah. And if you have to treat your ex like that, yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, the bleachers are supposed to be a place where we're entertained. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're there, number one, 
for fun and mostly important we're there to support our kids yeah you know keeping that in mind is just huge Mm -hmm. you know and kids kids catch on to every little thing they know if there's tension Mm -hmm. or issues building or snarky comments and it's like they they get it right and you don't want to be distracting from their little games that they're doing or right you know that's their time you know if you're if you can't decide like who's going to take the kids who's going to take the kids home like if you go get a treat afterwards who they ride with okay do not argue about that in front of the kids. Yeah. You know, as the adults, you need to work out a schedule. Mm-hmm. But that needs to be done before the event. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not there. And you know? in private. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And honestly, too, if you guys can't get on the same page about, you know, if you have to alternate times that you guys go yeah. You know, that, if you can't that, even be in the same proximity as right. each other. And which I, I have had clients that cannot. Yeah. And I get that. That ha- mm-hmm. does happen. Right. It's it's sad and it's bogus, but it does happen. Right. And they cannot be. I had a client years ago that played um, sports for a college. Mm-hmm. And her parents had been divorced since she was a teenager. She was an only child. And she played sports for a university. And her parents still at that age, could not both go to the same sporting event. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they would not be seen at the same place. Wow. I know. And she's in college. How It's like, how immature do you need mm-hmm. to be? Yeah, like, by that time, get over it. Yeah, and at know? that time, don't sit by each other then. Well, I'm thinking it's a college event. Look how big the stadiums are. Yeah. You know? But, and it's not like a little kid that you're trying to explain and they right. want mommy yeah. and daddy. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. just get over your shit right. and go sit down and watch mm-hmm. your kid play ball. But if one of her parents was there and the other walked in and saw that parent there, they would turn and leave. What the hell? I know. And it's bad to, you know, okay. Then, you know, there's that's a lot of hatred going on at mm-hmm. that one, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Any other ideas for, like, semi-functional divorced people at (laughs) not Bob's poor situation? Y'all, just, the kids want you both there. Right. So figure out how to keep the peace, Mm -hmm. how to make it functional, make it comfortable. Mm -hmm. Even if you're faking it, just do it. Mm -hmm. Because... Ultimately, it's for your kids. And then, like I said, if you can't get along and you can't make it cordial, then make sure you guys come up with a plan of, okay, you're going to go on your weekends. I'll go on my weekends. And we will just separate it. Because at that point, it's healthier for your kids to only have one parent there without the fighting. Right. Yep. And I've actually known, this is a sad thing because the child loses. Yeah. But I've actually known exes that did not agree for their child to participate in this activity. And they are not going to pay for it. They're not going to take them on their weekend. And so the poor little kid had to miss every other week of the activity because the one spouse wouldn't take them. Or ex-spouse wouldn't take them. 
And you know, so, that is, that's messed up mm-hmm. on so many levels. That's Isn't messed it? up for the, the parent who's paying for it and allowing mm-hmm. and wanting this child to right. have a passion. It's messed up for the poor child. Right. Who has because to every miss. other week they can't go. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. how screwed up too is it for that poor little team? I'm just, I focus on like football. That's my main thing that I do right now. And each kid has such a pivotal role on that team mm-hmm. that if they missed a game. Yeah. It would honestly be pretty detrimental, even at such a young age. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. like, just because that that ex-spouse mm-hmm. or that parent couldn't get their shit together mm-hmm. and just be a civilized human, yeah, there's like at least three or four different parties being affected mm-hmm. by this. I know. Ugh, and it's so just, sad. yeah, it's, and it's, that, that isn't about the kid. That's about, I didn't agree with what you decided and I'm not going to support you in allowing our kid to do this activity. That's about parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's like, how hard is it just to be like, okay, Jimmy, do you want to play this sport? Yeah. You know, your mom says, or your dad says you want to play this. Do you well, want to play it? Yes. All right. Well, we're making it work then. Cause you want to. Right. Boom. And you know, and in this situation too, they wouldn't even let the other spouse come and pick the kid up and take them and bring them back because it took away from their parent time. Oh, my hell. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish that at least in my area, Mm -hmm. you know, the Utah area, America here, it's it's so sad, divorces and parent time and the whole legal thing. It's like in that kind of a situation, I just wish you could just pick up a phone get a hold of a judge and be like look here's proof you know and yeah. like help me out but right. it's such an ordeal and it ends up everyone yeah. just suffers and it's mm-hmm. such a yeah oh, it's so sad yeah it it is it's a mess yeah yeah and you know another thing with um because this just popped up as a situation if you go and say your ex is kind of like flaunting their new relationship Okay. I'm bringing the new girlfriend, boyfriend. The new flavor of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> and flaunting. I, I know a story of someone who found out that their spouse is girlfriend, that they were getting married at on the bleachers, basically, mm-hmm. at an event. And she's sitting there. At least she was with a girlfriend. Yeah. So she wasn't alone. Okay. And she looks over and sees this huge rock on the left finger of the new girlfriend. The left hand. Left hand. Yeah. 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 And it was like the engagement ring. Oh, God. And she says to her friend, you know, don't be obvious, but look over there. Is Mm -hmm. that a ring on her finger? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and she said she was just sick to her stomach. And even though it's not like a situation where she wanted him back or anything, but that's how she found out that they were engaged yeah. was in the bleachers, you know, and I and back to just in that kind of a situation, I'm glad she had a friend. Mm-hmm. So you're not there alone. Mm-hmm. You have someone to kind of talk to and distract from. And that's one of those things where you just kind of try to not engage, Yeah, you know, just ignore it. And you're there for the kids, but it's interesting that that kind of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think too, I think that says a lot, if you're uncomfortable or your ex, you know, even if your ex won't leave you alone and they're just, you know, mm-hmm. if they're there and on you like stink on shit. Yeah. And they just want to fight and they just, you know, 
there's there is comfort in numbers like bring a bring a buddy do a buddy system Mm -hmm. even if it's a sister or even another mom on the team right that just that you feel like you can talk to him like look can i buddy up with you here yeah yeah i just so i'm not sitting there alone i'm not alone because i'm a target when i'm alone Uh or he won't Mm -hmm. come up and bug me if i am sitting right here by you and your husband Mm -hmm. you know right and just i wouldn't put yourself in a vulnerable place Mm -hmm. if that is where you get targeted right and also yeah if he's bringing a new flavor bring a buddy Mm -hmm. yeah you know or he or she if they are bringing a new you know bring bring a friend along bring Mm -hmm. a a sibling, a, a parent. Right. You know. I think that's a good idea. I think honestly, if you're getting targeted mm-hmm. like that, just don't go alone. Yeah. You know, and if you have to go alone, like you said, make sure when you get there, you've got a plan to sit by somebody. Yeah. That, you know, another mom on the team or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're, it's, it's uncomfortable to be an epic asshole for male or female with mm-hmm. people right by you. Even if you want an audience, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, if you're sitting by a family and you're in their little mix yeah, and they're all watching, it's going to make it a lot harder, harder. for your ex to come right. up and cause a scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. So interesting, interesting email. Yeah. Yeah. And but I, it I, does bring up a lot of, um, this is not uncommon. It does bring up a no. lot of, you know, issues that go with, with kids activity and divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, it's funny because I can see it even just at practices, you know, the, you? the uncomfortable ex-husbands, uh-huh. you know, sitting on the outskirts, you know, or, yeah. you know, it's just funny. I get a lot of comments from people too, of like once they figure out our dynamic, because a lot of times, because our boys don't look alike and our boys have different last names that me and my ex-husband's new wife mm-hmm. or you know not really even new anymore but my husband my ex-husband's wife they'll think we're just friends and then pretty soon they're realizing my kid's calling her mom yeah and i'm you know and they're like Wait and you're a minute. picking up her baby yeah and i'm kissing on her baby and chasing <laughs> him around and packing him with me and it's funny because people are like wait a minute and we're and then we'll explain it to them they're like oh we i wouldn't be able to do that yeah and it's like it was well, so much do... harder not doing this right and i was gonna say you guys have worked hard to develop that kind of relationship and it works and it pays off because the kids are so comfortable you know, even yesterday at the football game, we are all walking out together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting drinks for her little kids. And, you know, yeah. we're just, we all just co-mingle well. It's, it's a know? village at this mm-hmm. point is really all it is. Yeah. And I mean, me and my ex-husband aren't great friends. We get along and I like to pick at him and tease him and same here. And by no means are me and him friends. Mm-hmm. But we're friends. We're we're okay. But you co-parent well. We do. And yeah. and honestly, if my husband was out of town and I truly needed a man's help, uh-huh. he's probably the first one I would call to help me with something. Right. Because yes. we're and okay. He would. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he would. And he would. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's like I said, that's that's the good good example. Yeah. You know. And unfortunately, I think there's more of the bad example than the good. Yeah. Yep. So. And I I think one more thought is. I know it sounds so cliche, but I feel like if you treat your ex or your, you know, yeah, your ex, how you would want to be treated, even if they're not doing it mm-hmm. after a while, I think it's going to inevitably retrain the system. I agree. 
I think modeling yeah. behavior is huge. Because if you're not yes. giving them any reason to call you a bitch or an asshole or and you're not f- fueling it, right. their fire is going to go out mm-hmm. in some way. Right. So. And if it doesn't, like my poor client who is in college and it never had, yeah. you know, those again are like... They're the exceptions. Yeah, I think that, that's a special no, I do case too. of yeah. there's there's some deep rooted bitterness mm-hmm. going on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, good good email. I still not sure I have a lot of answers for him. <laughs> Restraining order, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> don't sit by her. Don't talk to her. Don't oh, everything we said to do. Don't actually do that, oh, Bob. And just call the cops. Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Wow. Oh, it's just sad. There's people like that. Yeah. But. Well, when you said call the cops, I actually have a quick story about that. Oh, I God. just, I know, I really do. Okay. And this has is not a client. This is just someone that I I know this happened because okay. I was kind of there in the outskirts watching, but I also know who it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Small town USA. Yes. Yep. But anyway, um, her ex would show up drunk. Oh. God. Yes. At a kid's? At the kid's game. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Um, one time, he was so drunk, he got there, he was stumbling, he was knocking over chairs. This is like on a field where you put your, like, y'all bring your own lawn chair. Mm-hmm. There's no bleachers. And he's stumbling. He's causing trouble. It ended up so bad. And this is while the game's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, that they actually did have to call the sheriff oh and they gosh. had to have him escort and he's yelling and screaming. And they, he was he that was the scene at the game as the game is going on. Oh, my hell. Yeah. Well, that that guy needs some some more help than yeah. um, we need an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, these are extreme cases, yeah. oh but that gosh. that was what yeah, I just thought of that. And yeah, I just remember seeing that and then kind of getting the story mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait to make it fun for the kids. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that wasn't embarrassing at all. Can you imagine? Uh uh-uh. uh. Your dad being like handcuffed. Yeah, stumbling, drunk, belligerent, uh-huh. handcuffed. You're uh-huh. Like, dude, this isn't hockey. Right. Like, give me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But wow. anyway. All right. Well, that's kind of, a, I think, it. I think we've kind of covered it. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to thank you all for listening. And seriously, um, share, like, you know, promote, help promote, share, tell your friends. Um, but also, we have our Patreon now. Yes, we do. And so we have been doing, well, we have one, yes. probably soon another one, um, of extended episodes. So those who are our Patreons get an extended episode on a few episodes that we release. So those are pretty, pretty great, I think. I think oh, they're yeah. fun. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the link to our Patreon is in the show notes, but it's patreon.com slash ultimate pocket therapist. And we hope to see you all there. Okay, bye.